They made me do it. A Dimension 20, Misfits and Magic Fan Fiction Written by Tiny Believer Bug And read by God of Laundry Baskets It is rated teen and up and features Evan Kelp. Evan hasn't had an episode in the last six months, which is good, because he's just found a place to sleep for the spring. A bunk at Camp Lonefield, an empty building, which is good. He doesn't want to hurt anyone anymore. He never means to, and it's been a long time since he last saw his shadow. It's been a long time since he's hurt someone, though there's never been anyone close to him at all to really hurt, and he's just recently turned 17. He's this much closer to being an adult, whatever that means. The only odd thing was an owl breaching the horizon in front of him. He doesn't really try to do anything, especially when he's been thrust back into the foster system after a particularly bad episode, or if some animal accidentally dies. So when they decided that the foster system wasn't for him, that he was old enough to leave it, he was a bit shocked. I'm only 16, though, Evan said, not looking at the social worker that was assigned to him for the past two years after his last one disappeared. I know, Evan. I didn't want this. But the state has decided, after your numerous incidents, (sighs) she said, sighing and putting his file down on her desk, That'd be safer to, for lack of a better word, release you from the system. I don't mean to hurt people. It's not me that does that, Evan mumbled, keeping a hand on a plastic bag and on his school backpack, now the only things to his name. And I know that, But due to the various incidents in your previous families, this has proven that it's safer to the state to have you on your own. She stands up and pulls a thick wallet out and hands it to him. Thank you, Evan said, silently rises and takes the wallet to shove into one of his bags. He walks out of her office and gets to the elevator and doesn't see when she collapses behind her desk. He didn't mean to. He never meant to hurt anyone. They didn't listen and just let him have a regular room instead of some basement or attic space. He shouldn't have been around the others. Now, there was one less foster kid staying at this group home because of him. Evan himself was sitting on the back porch, He was practically banished outside when the paramedics came and decided to stay out there while he heard the ambulances leave. Evan, you still out here? Tim called, concerned in his voice. He walked out, looking around for the 15-year-old. 
I'm here, he whispered, almost completely in the shadows at this point of the evening. He was on the corner of the last step, looking up at him with sorrowful eyes. I didn't mean to. Hey, I know you didn't, but it still happened, Tim said, still standing and looking down at Evan. If you want me to leave, I can, Evan said, watching Tim go back inside without an answer. First, his mom disappeared. With no word or explanation from his father, Evan then got scalding glares and sneers, still without an explanation. Then his father disappeared without a trace. Then, one day he woke up to banging on the door, and the most law enforcement Evan's ever seen on his front porch. Excuse me, young man, do you know where your parents are? An elderly man asked, the only one trying to talk to Evan instead of barging in. He was holding his hat in his hands, exposing his gray hair that matched his mustache. Evan shook his head, thinking that a nine-year-old wasn't a man. He heard them barging into the basement and the attic, moving everything that his parents told him not to move. Sir, there's bodies in the basement, one of the officers said, getting a sigh out of the man. All right, let's go check him out, he said, going down the steps. No one told Evan anything, not that he wasn't used to that, so he followed to see his parents in the basement with missing parts and blood everywhere. Then he saw his shadow, and he was alone again. The end. Thank you for listening.